Hello and welcome to this episode of Life Stories. I'm your host and sometimes referee, the friendly neighborhood, Zach Stat Pearson. And today I'm joined by a first-time storyteller, but long-time legend, and twin pain in my ass, a one chaos. No control. Hello, everyone. I am here now. And of course, we have he who is the living legend himself, the man who's been here 9,000 plus one days, a one officer 9,001. Ah, uh, you know, maybe it has been that long since I've known you. Actually, no, it probably hasn't been. Hey, how you doing? No, it's been over 9,000 days. Do the math. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, true. All right, so this one's going to be a little different, and it's one of the things that I love to do because I get to sit on my ass, unlike everyone else who gets to basically not sit on their ass usually. Um, I won't be telling the story. In fact, we're having an option select day, which is always a rare treat in and of itself. Option selects are so fucking rare on this podcast, and they will all be coming from a one chaos, except no substitutes. So, Chaos, why don't you tell us what our story options are, and then we'll pick from there. Okay, so first story option is a short, funny story. The title is Brother Running from the Cops. <laughs> the second options uh, now are semi-long stories. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is College and It's BS with Attendance. The second one is the story of being laced by roofies and having laced weed. Or, sorry, the uh, good grass. Uh, this is not a channel. Well, no, they will limit us, I think, if we do do that. So I guess we'll just bleep that out later. But you can use the words. People are going to know what it means. Okay, fair enough. I didn't know if I had to say grass or weed. So, <laughs> well, um, I mean, everyone's saying touch grass. So I, I doubt that that's going to set off anything. Probably. Uh, the last set of stories that I have available for you guys to pick from are some camo stories. I have senior drill sergeant that was scared of his wife. I oh, have... I've seen a couple uh, things like that, not gonna lie. I have a story of getting scolded for standing up for a fellow trainee. And then I have chaptering system and its ups and downs. Okay, so I vote for the wackiness. So, brother running from the cops and fucking uh, someone trying to give you some uh, laced, uh, well, herbal supplements. Those sound like the funnest to me. Are those short stories or middle range stories? Uh, brother running from the cops is a short story. The other one is a relatively decent long story because I'm including both both situations that... Uh, had the herbal remedies uh <laughs> fuck me up oh my god why are weed puns so fun so yeah i vote for I those know, right? two what about you officer uh yeah i want to hear about uh your brother running from my brethren as we often joke here but yeah brother running from the cops and you know i'm also kind of curious about the drill sergeant afraid of his wife okay so that's one vote uh, four and one in opposite directions, which means chaos. You're the tiebreaker. Um, do you want to tell outside of the brother running from cops? Um, do you want to tell the drill sergeant scared of his wife, or do you want to tell the laced herbal supplement story? 
I mean, Joe Sargent, Scared of His Wife, is a relatively short story. So theoretically, could say all three, but it's up to you. I mean, if you think mm. you can fit those three, go right ahead. Uh, we're, for the time being right now, we'll do the two short ones. And then we can gauge based on what ends up happening. If we fucking, you know, go into the other story or hey, you and I both know this isn't a one time thing. You know, you can come back and we can do another story as many times as possible. In fact, I enjoy it because that's less work for me. Yeah, no, that's fine by me. I could do the two short ones, which are brother running from the cops and senior drill sergeant that's scared of his wife. And then we'll see from there uh, if we have time for the third one. Okay. well, with that being said, I'm going to go to push to talk and or mute. And you go right ahead, good sir. I will right. go to push to tell. Well then, uh, we could start off with brother running from the cops, since that was a unanimous vote. So this story takes place back when I was in high school. I was uh, late one night gaming in my basement, and all of a sudden, my brother enters into the basement and starts going, Chaos, I have to tell you about what just happened. I'm like, all right, cool. Tell me what happened. He goes, my buddies and I were walking from just touring around town late at night and they saw Dunkin' Donuts lights on. While Dunkin' Donuts wasn't open, they ended up seeing the person behind the counter putting all of the leftover donuts into a box. That box was then placed into a plastic bag. And then the box and plastic bag was placed into another plastic bag before the employee came out and tossed it out into the trash can. So not wanting to have to pay for a meal or having to sneak home and make food uh, without our parents knowing. My brother and his friends had the great idea of going into the trash can, taking out those donuts and eating them. I mean, considering how many bags they were in. uh, And a box, like a normal as nasty but still that's a waste of donuts both y'all some dirty motherfuckers continue (laughs) so anywho so they start eating the donuts and after they started eating the employee comes out and my brother specifically mentioned about how this employee had very much a monotone don't care about life sort of voice and as the employee came out he said hey guys I really don't care, uh, but my boss is not happy that you guys are eating these donuts. So if you don't mind just throwing them back in the trash and then uh, getting out of here, we should be all good. So my brother and his friends are like, oh, yeah, no problem. So the employee goes back inside. They finish up whatever donuts they had, start tying up the bag, tossing it back into the trash when the employee once again comes back out. And in that same voice goes... Hey, like I said, I don't care, but my boss is really upset. He ended up calling the cops. Uh, So what you're going to do is you're going to go down this road, take a right. Once you get down that road, you're going to take another right, and then you're going to go left. And he starts giving my brother and his friends these directions of how to purposefully avoid the route the cops are going to be taking. So quickly, Ah. my brother and his friends were like, oh, thanks for telling us. Started taking that route, saw the cops once while taking that route, and they were going the complete opposite direction they were going. So this random employee just decides to help them escape the cops without even, like, having any sort of worry about it or anything like that. And it was, he was so 
excited to tell me that story. He was like basically like big smile the entire time he was telling me this. Hey, everybody knows pigs don't play about their donuts. On God. Uh, that was pretty amusing, yeah. So yeah, so then uh, we got the senior drill sergeant that was scared of his wife. Was his now, name the Fury? <laughs> no. Okay. That would be funny. No, he. Uh, last name was DeFury. No, because we called him by his last name. I won't say last name, obviously, for privacy reasons. But no, that the Fury would have been funny. But no, he has a, he had a completely different last name. Um, but just a preference, this man was a senior drill sergeant. Obviously, uh, he was an airborne ranger. Uh, almost went into special forces before his wife just full on went no. Uh, he also tried for drill sergeant of the army, got second place, and he had a couple of other things under his belt. So he's like, he's a real camel guy is basically how I would describe him. And he was, he was a blast to have as a drill sergeant. I know that's weird to say, but he was just super fun to uh, have. And we would have occasionally, I think it was once a week where we would all sit down, um, different drill sergeants would take over and be like, all right, well, how'd you feel about this week? Give us some feedback. We're going to have everyone talk about themselves a little bit every night, that sort of stuff. And during this particular night, uh, my senior drill sergeant was running it. And he looked out to my platoon and he was like, hey, uh, you know, how, how did we feel? How was everyone doing? That sort of stuff we all start talking and joking and whatnot. And at one point he goes, soldiers, I'm going to tell you something about myself. I am scared of my wife. And that was when he was telling us how he was doing all this stuff. And he was going to go into special forces because he really wanted to. And his wife put his foot, put her foot down and just said, no, you are not allowed to do that. And he never ended up doing it. And so we all start joking around about the fact that he's scared of his wife and everything like that. But if you could see the look this man had on his face as we were all joking around about this, I'm talking wide-eyed, staring at the ground, neutral expression as he had his airborne ranger stick that he was leaning on. And eventually we all went, senior drill sergeant, are you okay? And there was no response from this man as he was just staring at the ground. And so we eventually Ooh. went, Senior Jill Sergeant, blink three times if you're in danger. Not a not a quiver, not, not any sort of sign that he was going to blink, wide-eyed, staring at the ground. And we just all sat in silence as we were trying to figure out, like, is, is he actually good, or is this, like... This like a little funny thing that he's trying to do when in reality it's something much worse. And then out of nowhere, amongst that silence, just he just begins to talk about something else. Something about PT or what we've got planned for next week and whatnot. Goes back to his normal, joyful self, bouncing around, things like that. And it caused, not for the sake of the name, but it literally caused chaos amongst my platoon because we all sat there looking at each other, unsure of what to say or do, as we were just like, this man was 
it might genuinely be terrified of his wife. And, you know, what does she do behind closed doors is the biggest question. What does she do behind closed doors indeed? Though part of me thinks maybe he was just, like, doing one of those really, like, trying to be super convincing fucking with you things. Uh, I think no, so. Um, so... For the uninitiated, the military divorce rate is almost lockstep, usually 20% higher than the rest of USA. So, 70%. However, in the military, even if she ain't got kids, um, what your wife can and can't get from you, or because of you being in the military, when they get out, is completely different and on a different scale. No pun intended. Than what happens in civvy world, especially if she did the filing, and there's no accusations of infidelity on your spouse's part, the one who's not in the military. Um, so he might have just been going through mentally all the things he could have lost if she actually divorced him, and I can almost guarantee you the main reason she probably didn't want him going through special forces is because a she didn't want to be stuck at home raising the kids alone with no support, no aid from him, or because she wasn't gonna get no access to some D, and <laughs> she didn't she didn't want to take that S, and the DS was just going through some flashbacks of everything she said or everything she could possibly do if she actually went through the divorce. I've seen drill sergeants, grown men who have been in firefights that lasted a legitimate four or five day stretch, still be terrified of their fucking wife. I'm sorry. I don't care who the fuck you are. If I was in a firefight for five fucking days, which is very common, best believe you're going to run out of toilet paper, which is very common. Uh. Yeah. And I come home and I ain't scared of my wife no more. I respect you. I want to make you happy, but I ain't fucking scared of you. I don't think I'm going to be capable of even pretending to be scared of you. If I'm scared of you, it's because we're trying something new and I don't think I'm going to like it. So, yeah, next story. Alright, next story is the semi-long one about the herbal remedies that have messed me up in the past. Cool. I'm oh, gonna lay in dear. bed and pull my cover up with a bottle of water. <laughs> Damn, I love oh. when I get to be the person not doing shit. <laughs> um, so the first part of the story uh takes place actually at a convention. Uh, remember that friend group that I was talking about before we did the recording? I was with them. We all oh. had a... It wasn't them. It wasn't them. I will preference this for... You oh, know, okay. No context for people that are listening to this now. But no, it it was not them. It was someone, I don't know, just maybe trying to be funny. I I don't know to this day what ended up happening. But... Story takes place at a convention. We were there for three days, uh, stayed two nights, had a hotel room together that we were all paying for. Uh, I was sleeping on the ground because we paid for a small... Oh, he's back. You're good, Zach? Yeah. Okay. Um, but so, uh, so get up for a convention, 
go through the days of the convention. And one of my friends is like, hey, tonight is the uh, bigger rave of the two that go on. So it was Saturday. They were like, do we all want to go to it? Huh? Soap bubble? I don't remember. Uh, Fun fact or false advertisement fact. For those of you thinking about going to Anime Central's soap bubble, it has not been a soap bubble in close to, if not, 10 years. So if you go there and you want a soap bubble, it won't actually be a soap bubble. Please see other nightclubs. I don't even know what that means. Exactly what the fuck it sounds like. It's just a giant soap bubble? Yeah, all on the ground and shit. Oh. Yep. Yeah, no, I have not seen that yet. Which would make sense if it's been 10 years. Anywho. People fucking there. Fair enough. Honestly, new experience. Glad for them. Also not glad if I was to be the one to witness that. Um, But so it was, it was a big rave that we were going to do. And some agreed, some disagreed. So the ones that disagreed went off and did their own things. While the ones that agreed were me, friend A, B, C, and D. So there was five of us. And one rule we made for this uh, rave was that everyone was to have a partner or partners um, when going to this rave. So if we even got separated, one person basically had their phone that was charged. So then if the other person's phone ends up dying or whatever, you know, we would be able to get in contact, that sort of stuff. We were being smart. What we didn't think of was that someone was going to... uh, lace the water jugs that are prevent presented at the raves if anyone has not been yeah if anyone has not been to a convention rave basically your person is all that you can bring into a rave they do not allow any bags they do not allow any outside containers nothing like that so it's just you so we had to get water and we didn't want to walk all the way to the water fountain so since they had the water jugs available, we just drank from there. I'll tell my experience first and then friend A's experience. So my experience, having a good time at the rave, sit down for a second, and I chug about one or two cups of this water. Go back to the rave with my friends, and all of a sudden, I'm starting to feel woozy i'm starting to kind of sway back and forth without consciously doing it i was looking around and lights were just a little too bright i wasn't quite uh, sure did that did the water like taste weird at all or it no not uh, not that i can remember it tasted like normal chicago tap water sort of thing where it's got like that metallic taste to it but yeah other than that no there was there was nothing in there that would have like made me be like oh yeah, this is wrong. There's something wrong with this water. Um, so as, as I'm starting to not feel too good, uh, I turned to friend A and B that I was grouped up with and I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to go back up to the hotel room. I'm going to lay down. I'm not feeling good. And they were like, do you want someone to go with you? We ended up finding out that friend C and D who were in their own group had just uh gone to the bathroom so i was like no it's fine i i think i'm fine enough to walk back to the room myself and luckily i was because i got back yeah i got back to my hotel room 
those that disagreed were uh, to go to the rave were sitting there and they said, I just looked awful. And uh, officer, I don't know if you know this, Zach knows this, but I'm an insomniac. So laying down and falling asleep right away is very unnormal, uh, is very not normal for me. I hit my head on my pillow and then I woke up the next morning. Damn. I I was apparently completely out. I did not hear anyone enter or leave the room. I barely even managed to get out of like the outfit I was wearing for the rave and into pajamas before I was just out. So from friend A's perspective, she had chugged about like three, four, five cups of this water. Oh, dear. She apparently... Uh, had similar experiences of uh, uh, wooziness, swaying back and forth without subconsciously doing it, and the lights just being a little too bright. But here's where it gets weird. She said that apparently she felt something hit the back of her head that caused her to just completely collapse. And at the time, friend C, who was supposed to be paired up with her, went to go find friend... uh, uh, or friend B, who was with her, was supposed to go find friend C and D to figure out if they were still at the bathroom, if they were back at the rave, that sort of stuff. So she was completely by herself. And friend oh, A <laughs> friend A found a friend of hers that happened to be at the rave near her when this all happened. And they began looking around to see if there was something thrown at her or anything like that. Nothing. She just felt like she got hit in the back of the head and collapsed. So... Friend uh, B, C, and D finally find her as she is just in this god-awful state. And they all decide to go back up to the room. Here's where it gets a little funny. Next morning, I wake up uh, and it's around like, I want to say like 6 or 7 a.m. So convention isn't even open yet, technically speaking. Um, Most people aren't awake at that point. Yeah. Uh. And they don't have, like, the the uh, artist alley open. They don't have the uh, dealer's hall open, nothing like that. So everyone's just asleep. And I start getting up and getting ready. And I look over, and Morgan is passed out on the floor next to the bed. She's got a pillow and a blanket. Or no, she had a blanket over her. But she is just completely knocked out next to the bed. So I go over. And I grab a pillow from the bed that isn't being used. And I walk over to her. I start lifting up her head and she starts waking up and she starts like kind of mumbling a little bit loud. So I, I like shushed her a little bit and was like, the others are asleep. Put the pillow underneath her head and I laid her back down. Uh, later on in the day, she ends up telling me that from her point of view, I was in front of her with a pillow, went shh. And then uh, slowly moved the pillow towards her face, and she was completely knocked out. So she thought I had just suffocated her with a pillow. And that was that was basically the whole experience. That was the whole story um, oh. for them, at least. Oh, yeah, that I could see how that'd be more than a little awkward. Yeah, I didn't even realize at the time. I was just trying to shut her up because. It was, uh, like I said, like six, seven in the morning. Everyone else was asleep. I was like, I, I really don't want her waking up everyone else because I don't know what time they came home from the rave. 
And uh, yeah, she just full on thought I was killing her. And I was like, um, I don't know if I'm flattered or concerned that you think I would kill you while at a convention. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Wow. And like talking to other people who were all at that convention, everyone had a somewhat similar story of drinking water, not feeling good. Uh, fortunately, as far as I heard, no one had any bad experiences. Uh, you know, some people threw up, some people. Uh, you know, we're just not feeling the best the next day, but like no one was missing. No one was like knocked out at the rave or knocked out going up to their rooms or anything like that. Like as far as I heard, everyone managed to make it back to their rooms one way or another, but uh, everyone did not feel good. So someone uh, messed it, with it. It wasn't one of the uh, 10 sometimes 15 something ambulances that are called for various reasons oh yeah no one of them was not called for that okay yeah as far as i know no one went to the hospital or anything like that like i said i think there was occasional stories of someone like just getting sick once but otherwise yeah everyone just had the same thing of of wooziness swaying back and forth lights just being a little too bright and then everyone making it back to their rooms and being accounted for which thank god because that would have been, you know, a, a huge problem if anything had actually happened. Yeah, it would reflect very badly on the convention. To be fair, depending on the convention, the owner is already being poorly reflected on. But yeah, that would have just made True. it ten times worse. I can uh, think of a few Midwest conventions that fit that bill. Mm-hmm. Zach, any comment before I get into the herbal remedy story? I think this is the first time in my life I've ever heard of somebody spiking something at Anime Central um, and it, it not being, from what it sounds like, intentionally malicious. But yeah. still, the fact that someone figured out how to get it into water buckets... Blows and there was mind. like two what year or three. was this, by the way? This would have had to have been 2020, I think. 2021, I think. Wait, I thought it was so very uh, recent. Wait, didn't didn't they not do it in 2021? It, uh, then it would have been 2020 would have been when it happened. Because, yeah, 2021 was when everything got shut down. So, yeah, 2020 would have been when this happened. Okay. Um, uh, no, it must have been 2021 because I recall ASEN for 2020, I recall they did cancel. Well, it was like either I, 2019 or 2021. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Well, like I said, I don't know if it was Anime Central or Anime Midwest. That's the thing. I don't yeah, know if it was. I don't know why the fuck they're always obsessed with going into that one location. You, you, It's just like the laziest shit to me. Every time I look at these conventions, like they want to be the biggest and the best. They, they always make these laughs for advertisement. And then there are some people who literally drink the Kool-Aid just because they worked. I'm like, yo, have you gone to C2E2 even once? Have you seen McCormick Place? Listen, and I'm saying this as someone who doesn't hate baby conventions, but a lot of these people don't seem to understand that y'all ain't shit in the face of McCormick, let alone oh, yeah, C2E2. No. 
C2E2, I went to the for the first time. God I think tier. that was 2019. Holy Jesus. Yeah, that you, you finally so understood what I was telling you. Yeah, the, the difference shit. between the two conventions is like night and day. It is insane. And like an extra 20,000 people. Yeah. Very fun, though. I very much like C2E2, despite the craziness of it. And despite that, one of my cosplays broke. And uh, I accidentally looked like I was in character chasing after a tire. Um, in reality, I was just scared of it accidentally uh, killing someone because it is made really, uh, it is made okay, with really thick funny. material. <laughs> if you know the character Junkrat from Overwatch, I was cosplayed yep. as him. My rip tire broke off my Ooh. back. And Zach, you know the McCormick place, you know all of the stairs that then have like a flat platform, then yep. more stairs, flat platform. It was rolling down those stairs. <laughs> And as Junkrat, okay, that's pretty funny. I am running down these stairs trying to grab the rip tire, just like no, it's gonna kill someone if it tramples them, please. Um, so then to continued with the uh uh taking things I didn't want to take, uh, is my friend's twenty first birthday party where I had an herbal herbal remedy that uh apparently was laced and my friend didn't even know oh shit oh dear so uh well well yeah go on this is gonna be a time (laughs) definitely was a time when it was happening so friend's 21st birthday uh this was 2022 i believe is he really a year younger than me Damn, I just had that realization. Sorry. Uh, so 2022, I believe, was when I had uh, my friend's 21st birthday party. And it legit was, I think at like 10 p.m. at night, he messages me and my other, uh, he messages me. I had my other buddy over hanging out. And I, uh, he was just like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, just watching some TV. What's up? He's like, hey, come over. Uh, I'm having a 21, uh, 21st birthday party. And it's just going to be, you know, us. And I was like, that's a little weird, but also fine. Uh, if, it, if I can bring over like the other friend. And he was like, yeah, no, that's perfectly fine. So we go over. And uh, he had one of those uh, big plastic cups that had not even a shot worth of um, said drink and then uh, soda mixed in entirely with it. So like really light, can't taste it at all. Basically nothing in there sort of situation. And then uh, the uh, birthday boy was making, uh, what was he making? Like jello drinks of some sort. And uh, my other friend was like, hey, uh, do you want to take a hit? And I was like, man, like I keep putting it off. I kept like not really being into it. But you know what? Sure. Why not? In celebration of my friend's 21st. And he's like, cool. I have this brand that sounds absolutely terrible. And why anyone would buy that brand will shock me. Or I have this brand that actually sounds pretty decent in flavor. See, this is and I was mean, like, I don't know if this is considered bad or not for you, but uh, next time you're in the city, if you just went a full like half mile, 
down the street from where the studio, the gra- uh, the recording studio was. Yeah. There is a bakery that also does smoothies. Everything has weed in it in there. Oh. That's where you and a friend should just Everything. go and hang out. And they're actually made for people to be able to chill and hang out for like hours at a time. It's a lounge, but they actually do serve uh, bakery food. That's where you and your friends should go if they want to get experimental and not have to worry about shit. Because if you get fucked up in there with something illegal, they're getting shut down. It's an actual uh, bakery that also just happens to have uh, fruit juice smoothies, organic and, um, you know, milk based that happen to have very small amounts of weed in it. So or THC, sorry. So, you know, I can show you the place next time you in the city. I'll try to get you the address later, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'll definitely need that address. And I do prefer prefer relaxants over the actual high itself. But, I mean, I'll, I'll still happily try that out. That sounds like it could be a delicious remember, and fun experience. Are you going to be in the city on Saturday or was that a no for you or do you not know what's going on? This Saturday? I still have no fucking idea what's going on. I'm going to be real. <laughs> Can you get in the city this Saturday? Pot- potentially. Yeah, no one checks their shit. One to three, there's a place called Round One inside of North Riverside Mall. Right? Yeah, I know Round One. Yeah, me and like six, seven people go in there and we're going to eat, bowl, all other dumb shit you can do. But after the after three, some people are leaving, I'm gonna go see a movie because the second floor is a fucking movie theater. But if you wanna come, you were invited like two weeks ago and you didn't make a mention if you were going or not. Yeah, I know. I And you know what? I just realized why I was thinking that I couldn't go. I have a buddy moving into uh, the impar- apartment complex right next to me that I got to help him move into. That was why I couldn't go. I forgot. Well, oh, that's really coming up this Saturday. What the hell? Yeah, it's next to the it's not too far from the metro stop. So theoretically, if you get time, you can go. However, you know, um, at a bare minimum, since we getting out of there at three, we starting at one, you ain't got to worry about possibly missing the train. But again, if you can't make it, you can't make it. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to probably have to be like no on, but I will try for the other thing that you sent me for the party. Yeah, yeah, that's like a business networking thing for you. Go ahead and enjoy it. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be there. But again, do not forget you have to fucking RSVP. So make sure you call it in so you don't look like the asshole who showed up and did an RSVP. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you go upstairs behind the door, there is a Playboy autograph that they're trying to hide. Oh. Well, then. Back to the story. Uh, so hanging out with the buddies. So uh, it was really shit brand or sounding like it was a decently good brand. And I went with the decently good brand. And... For anyone who has had this experience of disassociating at random points in time, you'll understand why this next part is concerning, especially when hitting uh, some weed. So I take the, uh, I take it, I start hitting it, and then I disassociate for a solid like six seconds, which as a new person to smoking this, you should never do. Um, So... Quickly realizing that I disassociated while hitting this, I uh, I quickly stop myself, exhale, 
And I'm like, all right, you know what? That's fine. I'm not coughing or anything like that. I should be good. Mistake number one. Um, I proceed to then uh, start not feeling good. And so I go to the bathroom and I start washing my face, looking at myself in the mirror, focusing on my features, trying to just keep myself as awake as possible because I feel so exhausted out of nowhere. And as I'm washing my face, looking at myself in the mirror, washing my face, I feel my hand go over and unlock the bathroom door. Then I go back to washing my face, staring at myself in the mirror, washing my face, and I feel my hand open the bathroom door. And in my head, I go, hey, wouldn't it be funny if I just like stumbled out of here and knocked the fuck out? And then I proceeded to wake up about 15 minutes later. So... As it turned out, what happened was I came stumbling out of the bathroom, smashed into a doorway, stumbled out a little bit more, smashed into another doorway, and then face-planted into the ground. And as as my two friends are frantically like, are you okay? What's going on, Chaos? Is everything all right? Apparently, from still face planted in the floor, I look up and in a totally normal voice go, yeah, I'm fine. And then just lay back down. And my two friends were just super confused. So they prop me up against the door. And uh, as I'm sitting there, that's when I wake up. And I mean this in no insulting way, but I was legit Helen Keller in that moment. I could not see a single thing, could not hear a single thing. It was pitch black vision, constant ringing in my ears that was louder than any voices were going on. And I I didn't think I was actually fully awake until I spoke. I guess uh, my two friends were talking in a hushed tone because they thought I was still knocked out. And I guess I responded with, um, you guys don't have to whisper, I'm awake. I don't remember this at all, but apparently that's what happened. And then... I start freaking out because I realized, oh shit, friend that I was hanging out with before we came to this party uh, was supposed to be home by, uh, was supposed to be home by 3 a.m. What time is it? How long was I knocked out? And luckily, because I had been in this friend's house so many times, I knew where a digital clock was and I focused in on it, saw that it, like I said, it was only about 15 minutes that I was knocked out. And as my vision slowly came back, everything was a shade of purple. And then my vision slowly started to come back. And I was just like, in utter hell uh, is the best way to explain it. Because I had no idea what was going on. So, birthday boy takes notice that I'm looking a little bit more awake. And he described me as being as pale as a ghost with all color drained from my face. So, he ends up asking... Are you okay? Motherfucker, that's your natural state of being. What the fuck? I am Italian. I have some color. Okay, first off, that I don't even know. That doesn't even count in this context. Everyone knows that Italians come in three different shades. You're just a paler tint. But you're normally fucking a marshmallow. God damn it. I have a tan. I will excuse you for now, but excuse you. No receipt, I am not no white as fuck. I will literally send a photo of my arm. Listen. Yeah, I, no, I'm serious. Do it. I don't believe you. <laughs> bruh. All right, hold up. 
I will continue this story as I am talking, um, or as I'm sending this photo. I will put it in this VC chat. So he asked if uh, uh, I was okay. And once again, unconsciously, I respond to him. I think I'm going to throw up. And so he begins to frantically go around trying to figure out like which trash can isn't filled for me to throw up in. And uh, eventually we find one. I get sick. And then I'm perfectly fine. Literally no more problems. Not feeling bad at all. Perfectly fine. Huh. Are you sure it was laced? Well, that- yes, because I had talked. So my my friend who gave me uh, the hit, he said that, no, you were just crossfaded. And so I lived with just the idea that I was crossfaded. But as I began to talk to some of my other friends that smoke, they all were like, that definitely should not have happened with that specific brand because that specific brand has been known uh, to like not have these sorts of side effects and whatnot. And the problem is that it's an oil. So it's not a, it's not a pack or anything like that. It was just oil and oil in recent years uh, when you're specifically hitting from like a dab pen and whatnot has been reported to being laced even with um, brand name stuff. And everyone I was talking to was like, you are not crossfaded at all. Like that should not have happened even if you were crossfaded. crossfaded? That's when you... um, I'm also curious what that is. That's when you have alcohol and... No, 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 no. That's when you have alcohol and uh, weed at the same time. Oh, okay. So it's essentially putting two uh, inhibitors in your body and then you get like a, like an experience basically similar to what I was saying, which is why my friend was saying I was just crossfaded. But that is in no way, shape or form what apparently had actually happened when I talked to other people and they all were like... You no no you, you should not have had that experience at all. What the fuck? And uh, I don't I don't I haven't trusted uh, dab pens ever since. Uh, I either get raw shit or I get gummies, and that is that well, is luckily, it. Luckily, I can fix that issue if you check your phone, officer. You're invited to. You know, might as well get some of y'all acquainted that have never met each other. Looking it up now. Oh, it is THC. I thought it was CBD, but if it's THC, nope, no that's funk, fine. No bat, no shitty smell, no need to inhale or exhale. You either eat a very, very detailed muffin or a small cake, or you get a regular ass smoothie. You got some ice cream? Yes. Huh. They got truffles. Oh shit! I'm trying a truffle. If we're going there, shit, they're open till midnight. What is that shit? I'm trying a truffle. If we going there, <laughs> oh man, I see a photo of the guy working it. I immediately trust so this place. So this that- is uh, <laughs> something that you know, one of my benefits that almost never comes up on the podcast. For the listeners and also my friends, because practically nobody knows this. Um, I'm mm-hmm. actually one of the highest rated reviewers on Google reviews, 
period, let alone in the, in the nation. Um, that place I keep forgetting to review. I even told the owner and I feel bad about it. I'm going to come back here and review this place with my camera. So if we do go with a group, bring whoever, thank you because I can get some good pictures and I can get some good review and I can get my review score up to like almost the final rank. So if this is something y'all want to do, whether it's this year or next year or a treat when you're done with school, we can do it. And also almost everything on the list is like 10 bucks or less. So you're not going to be spending a lot of money. That sounds fantastic. And I technically will be in the area end of this year. So definitely could. I mean, I know it's holidays and whatnot, but after the holidays. They'll be open. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like in regards to people planning and whatnot, but after holidays is when I'm going to be in town. So definitely could. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this mm. plan primarily hinges on you, whether you do or don't have a crew, but I need you to just say what day you want to go. Cause they're pretty much open <coughs> every day. Now, officer, as far as you uh, get off at Damon, um, hang a right, make a left. Once you get out, go across the street and then make a right and then just walk two blocks. So it ain't too far. I mean, if you get on, if you're not driving, then yeah, it's a little bit far, but if you are driving, you know, your big brother wants to come, uh, it's pretty simple parking. The best thing I tell people to do, if you want to go to someplace fun in the city, don't wait till the weekend. That way there's parking and it's not going to be fucking overcrowded and loud as shit. Mm -hmm. Yup. That's why my reviews always look so nice. I will go on a day when there's like nobody there. Proper way to do it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the end of my stories and we are at 45 minutes, I believe in. Officer, any questions or follow-up comments? Wow, that was some fucked up shit. That, mm -hmm. like, even something that is, uh, you know, a legit brand could have, you know, be laced with something. Sheesh. Now you I see was... why I have an easier time trusting THC. I was unaware that, you know, even like an official brand could be fucked with in some way. Yeah, with uh, with the different oils that come for uh, dab pens specifically, um, you don't have a refill of that oil. You have that oil or that wax um, already in the device itself. And then all you basically have to do when you're done unpacking it is hit it. So you don't even get to see, you know, what gets put in there sort of thing. Whereas like with, uh, with vapes and with um, your own rolls, you see specifically, you have, you know, um, the, the visual uh, knowledge of what's being put in it and what it'll taste like, what it'll feel like that sort of stuff, because you've either done it before, or usually they come with like, you know, these are like some side effects that come with it. Uh, but if it gets to this point, you know, go seek a doctor, that sort of stuff. But when it comes to dab pens, it is so uh, hard to determine if it's laced or not. And that was one of the problems was that you could just be hitting it. One person will react totally fine because they've had it a lot. But I was a newbie with dab pens. And so it hit me really, really hard. Wow. Shit. 
I was gonna go to school, but then I got high. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, all right, uh, officer, same situation with you. I don't know if you or your brother are trying to go to round one. As per usual, don't nobody say shit to me, but don't act like you didn't get the notification or the invite. I don't want to hear shit about it later. Yeah, I, I, I did get the, uh, I did see the invite. I'm unsure if I'll be able to make it though. Yeah, yeah, they have a maybe option. You didn't even hit that. Um, that being said, uh, okay, so technically, did you tell the alternate side of the story, or was it just that your friend's side of the story was that she thought you was trying to suffocate her? No, she, she legit thought. I was trying to suffocate her. That was the only, that was it. That was the only perspective. I mean, I thought it was going to be like the whole entire situation leading up to her getting to the room, but okay. Um, well, uh, yeah, that, that, th those last two stories were like my, my favorite shits in particular. Um, if we started one of the longer stories, this would be way blown out. Um, especially for something that's not going to even air till next year, probably. So much shit is put in front of it. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you coming to tell them the story and also help me out with the Tekken video. For mm -hmm. those of you who can't tell or haven't realized it, the uh, person you heard talking in the Tekken video is, in fact, Chaos. Um, Paola doesn't have a good microphone and is, if memory serves, extremely, extremely, extremely dummy thick shy. So... There was no way I, I could do anything other than ask him, hey, can I show off this bit of the conversation on YouTube? Um, with that being said, I will see you guys when I see you guys. And y'all have a good one. Now...